how we sometimes have such little faith when we don't realize just as the Lord Jesus said even mustard seed faith can move a mountain but why should we have such little faith Jesus our creator is our father we sometimes when we pray don't think he hears us or even cares sometimes but how can that be when he's the creator of the universe not just the earth not just the trees but everything in all creation including us we think he doesn't see us when we sin or even when we do good we think he doesn't see us or hear our prayers but he created everything including the cells that make us up if he sees our cells and watches over every one of our cells if he sees the ants and the makeup of the ants you know how tiny an ant is and even smaller insects and bacteria and just things that have life some form of life like I just go with an ant for an example for an explanation he doesn't just see the ant like we see it he sees the inner workings of it he sees the brain the little tentacles moving from side to side he sees its eyes he sees its mouth moving he sees the cells that keep that ant alive he sees every little you know like a scale or whatever the body of it is made up of the shell he sees every single thing and yet we think he doesn't see us you know I don't know how many of you have pets and animals if you have an animal and you really care for it which is a wonderful thing and you take the time to groom it and feed it if nothing else feed it give it water and some form of attention and just make sure it's healthy wouldn't you do that for your own child much more I mean, the Lord Jesus said that because we believe on him, who is this, the true only blood, you know, begotten son of God, he is God in the flesh. Those who believe on him, he gives the power to become now sons and daughters of God of him. He adopts us. Wouldn't if as we have to remember that the Lord Jesus, our our Creator, our God, Christ, you know, isn't just the Creator of the Earth; He's the Creator of the Universe. And not only is He the is Jesus the Creator of the Universe, He's the Sustainer of the Universe. So everything that's in motion, He keeps in motion. He's the one who taught the stars how bright to shine. He's the one who taught the sun how bright to shine. He's the one who taught the sun where to set and the moon, what time to rise, what time to set. He's the one who spun the earth and told it how fast to spin. He's the one who taught everything and put life in a seed 
How much more does he care for us? All the animals we can consider, in a way, his pets. He loves every single one of them. I mean, you can tell, his, you can see the heart of the Lord Jesus, our Creator, in everything he's done. I mean, look at the intricate detail of a flower, like the Lord said. If the Lord put effort into just a flower, the Lord talks to me a lot through flowers, that if the Lord put that much effort into a flower, which clothes the grass, which is like close to the grass, which, you know, flowers only last so long, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven. How much more will he clothe, which is take care of us? We worry so much about earthly things when our earthly things are so taken care of, even if we don't think they are, even if we lack something. Ultimately, we're still alive, and if we're still alive and breathing, we're being taken care of. But we just need to honor the Lord Jesus for what he's done and does. But, I mean, look at how intricate the... F I never realized how many varieties of flowers there are. One day I was uh, laying there with my mom and we were looking at flowers. And, you know, my mom's older than me and she's like, Wow, I didn't even know there were flowers and daisies that were, you know, purple and red. And, and I was like, I didn't either. And we're just touching, you know, like, we're not even touching all. There's so much more to not just this life, to everything that we don't even know. We're so finite, even the most intelligent human being on earth. And to be honest with you, even if you combined every single intelligent human being that was ever on earth, including Solomon, who was the wisest man on earth, aside from Jesus. But Jesus wasn't just man, Jesus was God. So if I'm just talking merely human, gather them, you know, if you brought them all together, including Solomon, and I'm talking past, present, and future generations, every single most wise human being on earth you bring them all bring them all together and you you will demold all their wisdom together in one brain you wouldn't even put a mustard seed next to the earth you know in size compared to the wisdom of our lord and savior jesus christ our abba creator heavenly father christ jesus it's beyond me. I mean, if you just look at the wings, the feather of a dove, you look at the intricacy of it. If the Lord put that much care and detail into one, and I'm not talking about all the feathers together, but just one feather. I mean, how much more is he vast than we really realize? And we, I'm talking to myself, we casually come up, up to him sometimes you know and I'll admit admit you know even sometimes in our self-pity and con I don't know about conceited make us conceited or not so much conceited but in our complaining and our 
our foolishness, my foolishness. And we come to God like, well, where are you? He said, ask, and I'm asking. Well, he doesn't just say ask. He, he tells us, he lays out instructions. But we just want the answer. We don't want to, you know, like, I'm somebody that wants things done in snap of a finger, and I know most people are. But, but if you get some sort of machine that you have to put together and you don't read the instructions and you're like, oh, I can just put this together. That's the way I usually would be. But then you're like, oh, what's this part for? If you would have just consulted the instructions and just took in the time to follow the instructions, then you would have gotten it right. You would have had your answer, which would be the machine working. Yes, the Lord wants us to rely on him fully, completely. But he doesn't want us to be lazy. And that's something I struggle with in my life at times. A lot of times. But it's something I'm trying to overcome. I'm not perfect. Thankfully the Lord Jesus knew that when he created me I wasn't going to measure up. That's why he did what he did for us. And for me. But we can't use that as an excuse. Well the Lord Jesus died and rose again. He did pay the this, the cost which is satisfactory so now I can just lay here and, and let him serve me no he wants us to be children yes and ask and rely on him but just like a child you teach them things you reprimand them when they need it you ultimately love them through it so thankful for Jesus' patience but ultimately, we need a relationship. That's where we get it so wrong. We think he wants... us to repeat prayers, our rituals. He wants our, us to acknowledge him as who he is. He's the creator. We're the creation. He wants us to honor him and respect him as our father and great creator. But ultimately, he just wants us to love him. How many of you wanted a family? That's all he wants. A family and a bride. And He doesn't want us to be obligated to love him. That's why he gave us free will. He just wants his kids to love him. And to be honored. To love him. And sometimes, which is hard too... Which it shouldn't be, but because the Lord is so vast, at least for me, it's, it used to not be, but when I started believing the lies, that I wasn't good enough, that, which is, it's not a lie, it is a lie, because to the Lord I'm good enough, but I'm not good enough for, in comparison with the Lord. But to the Lord, I'm, but to Jesus, I'm good enough because if I wasn't, he wouldn't have made me this way. I just need to, just like we all do, die to our flesh. Me, who I am, I'm enough, but my flesh is what holds me back. But if we would just, which I, like I was saying, is sometimes hard. 
let the Lord love us, then we would know how much we are valued. A lot of our sin comes from this feeling of abandonment or feeling of shame or feeling of not being good enough so might it you know if you're not good enough then why even try but that's not why the Lord Jesus came he came because he's telling us yes I know you messed up yes I know you'll continue to mess up but I want you to try better and I'll give you I'll, I'll forgive you if you really want me to forgive you, I'll forgive you. And I'll be your sacrifice. I'll be your pardon. I'll take your place in punishment. Just let me love you. And just love me and love others. It will be good. Repent when you do wrong. Come to me as your father and I'll clean you up. If you fall in the mud, just come back. I'll give you a bath. And I'll love you and I'll rock you back to sleep. And we'll wake up and we'll play tomorrow. But we have to be willing and accepting. A lot of believers, <clears throat> they live in lack. I'm not saying everyone, but we sometimes it's because, not because the Lord Jesus doesn't want us to be blessed. It's because we don't know how to receive. It's not only about giving, it's also about receiving. If you don't receive the Lord Jesus Christ, you can't be saved. We have to receive him. He is the greatest gift. And if you receive him, then why can't you receive anything else from him? Don't take it for granted. Don't make his gifts more important. Don't, and that's a lot of the problem. We seek his hands so much, we don't seek his face. A parent doesn't want their kids to just come to them when they want something they want. The child to come to them just because they love them. They just want a hug. They just, you know. I struggle a lot with relationships sometimes. But I'm trying. And something I've realized is that the Lord Jesus sees and honors our every effort. Even if it's minor, I mean, look at the mustard seed of faith. A mustard seed of faith can move a mountain. How much more? Can more do? We just gotta believe. I know he's really know he's there. Just we gotta believe he hears us and that he cares. Because he does. He really does. And our prayers need to be more specific. If you listen to my first podcast, you'll see how, because I was specific in asking the Lord to show me hearts, how the Lord not only showed up and showed me hearts, He showed off, and that was awesome. And that's the thing, we don't realize how lavish our God, our God Christ Jesus is. He's lavish, I mean, come on, His kingdom is of gold. His throne is of gold, the streets in heaven, the streets they're gold. Yes, he wants us to be humble. Yes, he wants us to not worry or 
focus or make earthly things our gods. He wants to be first and foremost. And there's people he wants to be houseless, not homeless, because he heaven is ultimately supposed to be our home. Really, it's his heart that's our home. Because we, we're all part of him. We imagine a heart that has a heart. A puzzle in the shape of a heart. We're all a piece to that puzzle. He had a he had a piece of his puzzle that's called you. You put your name in that. And he wanted that piece to come to life. So he brought you to life because he wanted that piece of his heart to be alive and to love him back. I mean, how wonderful is he? We don't we Once we realize how real the Lord is and how he really is around us and hears us, he hears me saying this, he hears me recording this, he sees me doing this. And I'm not doing it for anything other than making him smile and maybe helping you see something through a different perspective. And even to help me see through a different perspective, sometimes talking things out with our brains. fire in different areas so that we can process things differently. But oh, how wonderful our Lord Jesus is. His faithfulness is beyond compare. His unfailing love is really what's beyond compare. His kindness is... If you've ever had an encounter with the Lord Jesus... something that you would never forget. At least I hope you wouldn't. His love for you is awesome. Who would give their own life, their own son, their own child's life for somebody who was trying to hurt them because they knew that if they didn't wouldn't have a chance and the Lord Jesus loved us so much he still loves us so much think about it he wants to spend eternity with you he wants to spend eternity with you he feels that heaven wouldn't be heaven without you really think about that the creator of the universe thinks so highly of you, just you, the fact that you're listening to this, he thinks so highly of you, he values you so much, he gave his own life, that he values you so much and he sees you so precious in his sight, that he feels, felt, and still feels that heaven wouldn't be heaven without you. He doesn't want heaven without you. Do you. It's hard sometimes to realize it, at least for me. But do you know that the Lord Jesus, the Father, Abba Yahweh, and the angels and the elders and people that are already in heaven, do you know they're talking about you? Do you know they have conversations about you? You know, when you say a prayer... 
sometimes, you know, the Lord sends angels to help you. Sometimes the Lord sends your answers through people. But we don't realize, well, the Lord has to have a conversation with the angel or a per that person to actually deliver you your answer. I know something so simple, maybe you guys or you have already processed it, but there's things that even that are the basics that the Lord has been so faithful to me is helping me process now that things are changing in my mind and in my heart. That things I would have never thought of and I'm like, wow. I mean, I've always known the Lord's real in the spirit. He came 2,000 years ago. He was here 2,000 years ago, but he's alive, but in the sense of the spirit. But I've, I don't know how to explain it, but now I'm starting to realize things about how he's, he's in a, a spirit form, but he also has a flesh form. His flesh transformed into a immortal flesh. Ultimately, the Lord Jesus is just unfathomable to our finite minds. But the only thing we really need to ultimately grasp, yes, we need to seek Him daily, ask Him what you, He wants you to learn today, and ask Him what He wills for you to do to serve Him each day. That's what I've been not doing, praying as much, and I need to get back to it, because when I was doing that, oh, the Lord was on fire through me. Not I was just a vessel, it was just a brush, he's the artist. But it was such an honor. Oh, it's oh, it was so special. I would pray in the morning, Lord, show me what you will for me to do to serve you today. Help me to accomplish it and help me to bring you the glory and honor and my praise, my thanksgiving today. And one way or another, once I prayed that, he would show me what to do. And I would do it or he would tell me, message this person or do this or do that. And when I would be obedient, oh my dear Lord Jesus would show up and show off. And he's awesome. It's so fun. We, a lot of people think, oh, when I become Christian, I can't have fun. It's the opposite. When you become a Christian, you actually start to begin to have true fun. Because sin is ultimately not fun because it brings you down. If you knew what true fun is, it's an adventure each day. It's a treasure hunt. And at the end, like I was looking through papers today and I saw a report card from when I was a kid. And I was thinking, I wonder if this is how it is when we get to heaven on the judgment day. The Lord pulls out our, our report card and goes over our report card to see how good we did. And ultimately it is, in a sense, that way. If you receive Jesus, then you will be judged on the good things you did. If you didn't, then none of the good things you did will even count. Because everything we do only counts if we receive Jesus. Because if we don't, we're pushing away the gift that 
above all gifts. So what does it matter if we, you know, if you gave your son and somebody didn't receive that gift, then why would you care if they did anything else for you? But if you received that gift with thanksgiving, and because you you are so appreciative of what the Lord Jesus did and Abba Father gave up and sacrificed for you, you did all these good things to honor him and just for his glory, it'll all be acknowledged. Even the little things, even it said giving a child a cup of cold water, you know, it won't, your reward won't be taken away from you. Any little thing you do, like if somebody's thirsty and you give them a cup of water, that, if you've done that in the name of the Lord Jesus, that's counted in heaven too. It's all recorded. Just like this voice recording is recorded. This podcast is recorded. Everything we do in heaven is recorded, good and bad. We have to see what... What is more? Are we being recorded on more bad things? Is there more recording of us doing bad things? Or is there more recording of us doing good things? Because ultimately, there is no neutral. It's either good or bad. There's not no, oh, this isn't bad. This isn't, you know, this is a gray area. No, it's either good or bad. The greatest thing you can do is love. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, strength, soul, and spirit if you can, which I know we can. And love one another as you love yourself. And that sometimes is hard because a lot of us don't love ourselves. So how can you love somebody as you love yourself if you don't love yourself? So you seek the Lord Jesus and say, Okay, Lord, how do you love me? What do you love about me? And then you start loving yourself on those attributes. You don't start saying, Well, I'm this special because, you know, you know, the Lord thinks I'm special here and there. So, and he loves me here and there, so that means I'm better than, you know, somebody else. No. You just say, you know, the Lord loves me because of this and that. So, I'm going to love that another person because of these attributes. We just need to follow our Lord's footsteps. And if we follow Jesus' footsteps, we'll find ourselves into the place of happiness and love like we've never known. Show yourself some love today and seek the Lord Jesus because seeking Him isn't just for Him. Do you know that the Lord Jesus enjoys spending time with you? I know it's hard to understand, but He actually enjoys it. Why else would He ask? Why else would He make you to spend time with Him? Yes, it's a great, it's the greatest honor in the world to be in His presence. And it blesses us tremendously. But do you know you bless him too? And he loves he Spending time with you and with all his kids.
gives him no greater joy. Spending time with you, the Lord is just like spending time with Jesus, and spending time with Jesus, to Jesus, is like spending time with his own kids. There's no greater joy to the Lord than when we spend time with him and just love on him and lavish our love on him and let him lavish his love on us and when we love him enough to share him with others and in return we he loves on us and blesses us abundantly we don't do the things so that he can give us things other than his love he'll provide the rest just because we're his You don't give your kid food because they're doing something for you. No, you do it just because you love them. But you do enjoy them. What a greater father to lavish his love on us the way he does. We would just turn to him more. How great things would be. is so gracious. Be expecting. When you ask the Lord, be expecting to see. Don't just pray and say, oh, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. No. He wants us to expect Him to take care of us. Not demand. Just expect it. Say, Father, Jesus, I need money for lunch today please give it to me or I need to find a way for lunch today or whatever it is you need expect him to bring it and he will maybe not in your timing or in your way but he will and start asking for smaller things as well he doesn't just want us to ask for big things he does but he also wants us to ask for smaller things because when we ask for smaller things and he comes through for us in smaller things all those small prayers that are answered give us encouragement for when something really big and we're really in need of. Because we see his record of how he's come through all those other times for all those little things when we take record of them. That would give us faith and hope and encouragement and courage to wait and expect the Lord to bring about the answer to our bigger problem or blessing or necessity. He's not just a God in the, in the business of answering little prayers or big prayers. It's just a, he's just in the business of taking care of his kids and loving his creations. If only we would have faith enough to receive. The love the Lord Jesus has for us, we can't even receive right all of it right now. Even if we had the most open heart receptivity 
because his love is so lavish. If he poured out all his love that he has just for us, on us, we would feel crushed because the weight of it is so heavy. That's why we need to fall so deep in love with him and love others so much. Because he's so worthy of it, he's so deserving of it. Ask the Lord to resurrect your heart and mind today and open your to what He wills for you and ask Him to help you see things from His perspective and not yours. Oh, what's waiting for you on the other side of a mustard seed of faith is beyond your comprehension and mind together. It's sad because there's so many that worship false, you know, false idols, and they put their whole heart and mind into it. And we give the Lord our crumbs. He accepts them until we're ready to give them our all. But come on, the Lord's not a dog. He doesn't deserve our useless crumbs. He deserves our, our life. Gave us his all so we could live abundantly and we waste it. We need to share him. Time's running out and I don't want anybody left behind. I want Jesus to have what he deserves. The biggest kingdom. The most honor best bride and so many people at his wedding enjoy and everybody to expect him enjoy and just be anticipating his return come on we need to gather our oil and be ready for the Lord Jesus will come any day now. Are you ready? I'm not there yet, but I'm getting, trying. We need to be like Esther. For one whole year, she was pre being prepared. How much more do we, because Esther was being prepared to marry an earthly king. How much more do we need to be prepared? As we will be in front of the King of Kings and the glory of our Creator. We are nothing without Jesus. We need to be that salt to the earth. We can do one of two things in life. Bring more chaos or bring more love. I think there's enough hate and chaos in the world. Let us bring salt and put salt on the love of Jesus. And be the love of Jesus to others. Lord could have done anything and he left us here to love others and show his love through us. Let us get there where when he comes, when Jesus returns, he finds us doing that, seeking his praise in the world and just 
loving others. I don't know how. Do what the word says. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. Ask for dreams. Ask for revelation. Ask him to show himself to you. He'll reveal himself if you really want to know him. We don't realize how cool the Lord really is. He really is a cool God. He's funny. He's silly. He's reprimanding. That's because he's a good father. more amazing than we know. Just gotta get to, we just gotta get to know him more. The only way you can get to know somebody is taking the time and putting some effort as well as sharing him. Hope you know him today. If you don't, just ask him into your heart and ask him to forgive you of your sins, help you to change your ways. Help, ask him to help you want to change your ways as well. And just Seek him, you'll never regret it. Once you really find Jesus, it's the best friend you can ever have, especially with the Holy Spirit. You're awesome. The Father, the there's no greater than I am. No way, I just ask. Lord, in your name, Jesus. That everyone listening to this, you know if anybody's going to listen to it or not, that they be blessed by you and know you. If they do, help them to get closer to you. If they don't, help them to turn to you today. Father, yeah, in the name of Jesus, I pray. And help them to live in your truth, in Jesus. Day. Hi everybody. I feel like maybe I'm supposed to share something. I'm realizing I think things differently and the Lord gives me different perspectives on things. I hope this blesses you. You know, sometimes we think... God is just this big creation, uh, creator who is out to get us every time we sin or fall short, which we all do every day. And if that was the case, none of us would exist, not even for a second. But when you look at things from a different perspective, look at things from his create, creative or creativity point of view, his creative point of view. When you do, you see, and this first started when I saw a llama. If you look at a llama, look at it. It's not scary. Most of the Lord Jesus' creations are not scary. Yes, we are to fear him in respect and reverence because he is who he is. He's our creator, he's our God, he's our father, and we need to respect him like you respect your parents. But more so him. But we don't need to fear him to come to him, to be afraid to come to him. 
Look at the llama. It has teeth that stick out. It spits. <laughs> I mean, would you be afraid of a llama? Why would you be afraid of its creator? Meaning, trying to put this in the right wording. If you're not realizing the humor, the joy, the silliness, the kindness, the gentleness, the compassion our Creator has for all of His creations, let alone us, who are called to be His children. The Lama's not called to be His child, but boy, does He love it. The sparrows aren't called to be his child, but he does. But none of them fall to the ground without him knowing it. He knows even every hair on our head. He knows every feather on a bird. Every bird. He even cares about the bugs. He, we might get annoyed by the bugs, but he put them there for a purpose. You know, he, he created a perfectly ordered world. When the peel of the apple decays, it turns into fresh soil. That can grow something beautiful and something new. When we give the Lord Jesus our scraps, even if the scraps are because of what we've done in our sinful nature and way, we give him our scraps he can turn us into soil and grow something new in us and he can grow something new out of us but we've got to give him our scraps but that wasn't the purpose of this the purpose of this was for us to have this podcast was for us to have a new perspective of our heavenly father He's so kind and gentle. He's funny. He's silly. He's to be respected and honored. But he's gentle. Unless he doesn't have to be. And he doesn't want to be that way with us. What parent wants to smack their child? What good parent wants to? Heavenly Father solely wanted to love us and for us to love Him. And we go making ourselves a mess where we're so ashamed that we don't even want to see Him because He's so holy. We don't want Him to see us because we're so ashamed. But look at things around you, look at the beauty of a tree. Don't worship creation, but be fascinated by our Creator, His infinite majesty. I mean, I don't even know how to put it into words. It's creativity. If we only knew the love, the compassion, how He's there basically crying out to us because it hurts Him. think it hurts him more than it did on the cross when we run from him and all he wants us to do is come home 
wants us safe. The only way we can be safe is with him. We need to get rid of jealousy. We need to get rid of strife. We need to get rid of entitlement. We need to see his perfection and his kindness and his care and his grace for each and every one of us. No one is spe is more special than the other. I'm not more special than you. And you're not more special than me. You have two animals. They're both special in the Lord's eyes. We just need to honor the Lord and ask for his help. Do what he wants from us and he's there. He's there. If you don't feel him, ask him. He'll help you. Even in the times he's silent, he's there. He's just waiting for you to seek him with all your heart. Don't be afraid of him. Be afraid to be without him. Whenever you fear, think of 1 Peter chapter 5 or 7. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. And think about whatever you're afraid of, whenever you feel like giving up, think about. Imagine one day sitting with him, eating and playing games and in heaven. And him saying, well done, my good and faithful servant. It makes it worth it. He makes it worth it. He is your portion. He is your joy. It's your life. There's nothing better than Jesus. Our Creator, our Lord, our Savior, our friend, our Father, our Bridegroom is coming again soon. He's coming. But when you think of Him, start thinking about Him in that boring way. Start thinking about Him in ways like, look at the flowers. If He so clothes the grass with flowers, why won't He clothe you? He feeds the birds. Why won't he feed you? Just have faith. That's all he wants. Even the faith of a mustard seed will, will do if that's all you got. But don't keep it there. Put that seed in his hand, which would be the soil. Water it with his word, with devotion, time with him, worship. And he will grow it and grow roots. And it'll be something beautiful. Trying to tell everybody all about Jesus who saves your soul. He really is a cool God. His name is Jesus if you don't know him. Call on him today. Because he's calling out for you. Through me. Jesus loves you. Have a blessed night.